Welcome back to Recovery His Way here on the campus of the His Way Recovery Center in Huntsville, Alabama. I'm Stuart Whiting sitting down once again for the first time in a long time together with our director, Tom Reynolds. Hey, Tom. Good to see you, Stuart. Good to see you, too. You know, we just finished this really great series, I thought, on the 12 steps as it played out in the real world. And what a wonderful uh, experience to hear where guys are all different parts of the process, just getting started again, those that have been in it for a very long time, sharing what the steps really mean to them. Right. I think so many times the steps, you know, when we presented this little series before, you know, we talked about 12 steps, which seems real theoretical. We looked at how the scriptures relate to them, and I thought that was good mm -hmm. academically and, and spiritually to see the connection. But really seeing how it works out in real life is, is really exciting to see how how people's lives are molded around that and how the, it really rubber meets the road and how people really live this, these ideas out. Yeah, and it's interesting because we are constantly in this, you know, um, spectrum of guys starting out and uh, working recovery and those that are staying plugged in and helping uh, constantly. Anytime you take a snapshot of our program and then to hear, um, you know, those, those real world experiences uh, it was really helpful for me uh, because, as you, as you said, we often think about it very academically and what it works like looks like on paper. And I was surprised at some of the things that were said and shared. It's like, oh, this this is you know this is real. It's true. It's authentic. Right. right. And and I know that um, others feel that when they come on property for the first time into our program and start to experience. And, and I, I'm sure that's something that catches their attention. That guys that are walking ahead of me in recovery. Um, they're experiencing something real and authentic. And so we're starting this All Rise uh, podcast series in conjunction with our All Rise event on August 18th. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that event? Right. I mean, every year for a number of years, we've had our big fundraiser event. So it's always been, um, we've had a number of different um, personalities and celebrities come in and speak and share in the, in the and we've grown every year with people coming in and, and doing this fundraiser, but really more than a fundraiser, more of a um, community raiser in a sense that developing community awareness, getting more people involved. We've really been excited to me. The more people I, we can get to come and hear our story and hear the story of the guys and what's happening uh, that God's doing in the lives of people is really what I want to have happen. And I think the fundraising part kind of just happens as a byproduct to that. Um, so it's been going really well. I know the last couple years, particularly, we've started honing a little more in on our story, not getting away from the personalities coming in and really getting down to our story. And so this year we decided to to really narrow it down to the community here and really make it about a, a community event. And so we have um, Judge Hunley, who is the uh, um, judge over the drug court system, um, coming and speaking. And we really, our intention is to really get the community rallying to this event, you know, getting people different companies, different businesses, different walks of life, and really bring the community together to really focus on this idea of All Rise. Yeah, so All Rise is playing uh, two different, uh, pun a little bit of play on words right. with uh, Judge Hunley being here and thinking of kind of a judicial setting, but more than that, that we as a community rise up to meet this challenge. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's, that's we want to tell that story in our podcast series through individuals who have come along in the His Way history and that we, you know, are in our circle, but also from an organizational standpoint. Right, right. And that's one of the things that's really exciting to me about this is, you know, when we first started this in 2007, I was thinking primarily about how do we help 
a person, two individuals, three individuals start getting on the life of sobriety, sharing with them the gospel, believing the gospel is the centerpiece in which people's lives can successfully be built. And so, you know, kind of doing that. But over time, as we've as this has grown, you know, we've seen a lot of people rally to what's going on and really start realizing that um, not only are we helping the guys kind of rise in the sense of in their lives, but as we're working with them and being a part of it and the community comes together, we're all rising together. And uh, I think that a lot of the stories that we'll hear in the next few weeks is about individuals who have come and joined this and how they've risen out of even some despair and struggle and, and hardship in their life to a new reality and new opportunity. And how I really believe that is the community as a whole, you know, employers, um, the medical community, the legal community, um, the accounting community, I mean, just the community as a whole um, becomes a part of what's happening out here, that the whole community is going to become better because of our efforts together to help um, bring transformation to the lives of these men. Yeah, so uh, I was reflecting on our mission statement, mm -hmm. and at, a heart, at its heart, it's to to reclaim men from a life, from a life of addiction, mm -hmm. to rebuild them up in spiritual sobriety and to restore them to Christ-like service in the community. I may have missed a word or two in there, no, but it, you know, the mission statement doesn't tell how we're going to mm -hmm. accomplish it. That's just what we're trying to set out to do. Right. And I know, I think before I started to get involved here six years ago or so, I, I, I think I would have had a vision for how things probably operated very much on the individual level. Like what is happening with this one man, with this with these two guys right, maybe right, at right. a time. And and I think that's there's something that plays into our way of very, we're very much in our culture individuals. And, you know, if, if a guy just has the right information, if he just has the right program to work, right, right, right. then, you know, come on, just say no, you're mm -hmm. ready to go. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's not really, that's not really how we function, right? right? right. The way we are going about um bringing life to this mission statement is in community. Can you speak to why that's so important here on campus? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think it's fundamental. Um, in fact, probably the, the most important thing. I mean, um, even within our Christian experience, Stuart, you know, um, we have a personal relationship with God through Jesus mm -hmm. Christ. However, that relationship is lived out in what God calls the church. The church is not a peripheral idea. It's not a add-on. It's not an um, adjunct thing. It is a centerpiece of what God is doing. I think Christians miss that a lot. Well, do I have to be a Christian and go to church? I mean, being a part of the church is being Christian. And that this community that supports and rallies and loves and expresses the love of God to each other is foundational to the transformation process. And so I think that happens within our lives, within the church. I think that happens very much within um, this community, maybe even more so, because um, fundamental to addiction is isolation. Um, I, you know, I was listening to some of the guys' stories even last night, mm -hmm. and uh, they're talking about how lonely they were, how isolated they were, how alienated they were, how um, separated they were from everything, their families, even themselves, God certainly, and how this experience of recovery has reconnected them. And then, and then really the recovery process is about building those and strengthening those connections. And so those connections have to do obviously with God first and foremost, but they also do with their families, with building healthy relationships. Most of these guys have never had healthy relationships with males in particular. Um, and so being in a community of 50 guys that are all loving each other and serving each other is critical. And then starting to feel that validity outside of this community because as an addict, you feel very 
separate from the community as a whole, you know, the sober community and me, we've just never had a good relationship. You know, I'm always the outsider. I'm always the, the, um, the afterthought or even the alienated person within community. And, and all of a sudden the community rallying together to support these guys really is a stamp of validation. I remember a number of years ago, um, helping a guy get a dental appointment at a dentist office. And he um, came back to me later. He said, wow. He said, you know, they, they, you know, treated me like a regular person. I came in, I had my appointment, I signed these papers, I went in, I sat down. He said, I was, I mean, a number of months ago, I was in that, at that same location and they called the police and ran me off, mm -hmm. you know, because I was a, because as an addict, I was just an alien separated person. Now I'm part of the community and they're welcoming me in, they're rolling out the red carpet, and they're treating me like a, um, person of validity. And I think that community experience and feeling like they're being welcomed in the community is, is a critical part of the recovery process. Yeah. And it's, um, it's something as you, as you pointed to, we all need, and we often think we just, again, in our Christian lives, just need the right information and, and, you know, avoid the bad things. And, but there's something fundamental to who we are. And it starts on page one of our Bible right. where we are creating the image of God and God is in community with himself, mm -hmm. which is a, a concept's hard to understand, but right, it's sure. there. And then uh, I, I find it interesting as I teach, uh, I, I use the first few chapters of Genesis in my Bible class over and over again with the first month guys. And, and I always like to point out when we're going through the first page is like the first chapter, mm -hmm. God said, this is good and this is good and this is good. And so God knows what is good for us. Mm -hmm. the, the story is making it clear. There is one thing he says is not good. Mm -hmm. And the first thing he says is not good is it's not good for us to be alone. Right. And I do think there's a, um, there's something within men in particular. We mm -hmm. believe that we can conquer the world and do whatever we want and be right. on our right. own. Right. And um, it's, it's unfortunate that we don't esteem the community more in our broader uh, context of our culture mm -hmm. and you know, go out and, and be your own man. And, and it's something fundamental betraying what we need and who we are. Mm -hmm. And I love to see here um, the guys responding to the community. I understand from the event last night, the, the podcast that was being done here on campus, uh, it was asked, um, what's it like being here at this, you know, addiction recovery facility? And I know one of our guys said, well, I don't, I don't feel like that's what this is. This is home. Right, right. And, you know, it occurred to me in talking to one of those staff members, it's like many of, I guess, if you look at a lot of the guys' stories, a lot of the reason why they are here is because they, they didn't have a home anymore for right, whatever, all right, the reasons you right, said. They right. alienated, they burned bridges, they were whatever it may right, be. Right. And so you're going to turn, you're going to find a community somewhere. Right. The question is, what is it going to look like? Right. And I think the, the beauty of this, so many times is, you know, we see it every day. If you look around us here on campus, you know, a guy is doing his work, but he's surrounded by three or four other guys that are all kind of helping him, pointing out things, guiding him. And, and everything's being done in this sense of community. Um, and it's, it's interesting. We had um, a new guy came in yesterday. And so always in the evening, we introduce him, let him introduce himself, where he's from, what his name is, anything he wants to say. And we always kind of say, welcome home, and, and uh, have this big applause for him. And uh, later on within our conversation, one of the guys who's pretty new here, he's been here a couple months, he, he kind of turned to him and put his hand on his shoulder and said, these guys have been here for me. I just want you to know I'm here for you. Yeah. And I'm going to make sure you're going to be okay. Yeah. 
And uh, that's what this community is about. And um, that's what God's doing. And I think it's so critical to the healing process. And for us in the leadership of his way, it's, it's to recognize, you know, we really can't script that too well. You know, that's, that's something that's happening really outside in in all the times, the downtimes the guys have and, you know, spending together, working on materials or working at the thrift store, whatever it may be. And, but it ends up being, it's, it's the blessing because um, I asked our, our morning manager, uh, today I said, how you know, how's the pulse of campus? I do that every now and then. He said, man, it's almost like it's running itself. You know, the guys come in, the the ones that are just a little bit ahead of them. You know, they they know where to go. They're they're being told, hey, you know, hey, make sure you're on time, and and really reinforcing the things we want the right. program to be like. And I know there were times in the past where that was not the case. Right, 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 and I've heard right. you talk about how the stability that's here mm-hmm. right now it feels uh, is a real blessing compared mm-hmm. to maybe what's Absolutely. been in the past. Right, right. Well, speaking of what's been in the past, I was curious. Speaking more organizationally, outside of of campus, if you will, the kinds of partnerships where that have come alongside with us and where we are now, what, what it may have looked like back in 2007 and thinking about, you know, uh, did you, would you have partnerships with other groups who were really, you know, trying to, to, you know, give some ministry to this community and, and, and rise it up? Yeah, we really didn't have a lot. I mean, that was really the challenge at the beginning. You know, we didn't, it wasn't like, I mean, for instance, me and Clyde Jones, who were part of starting it, and of course, Doug Stogner, and Doug had been in a recovery program in the past, so he was familiar with it. We, neither Clyde nor I were. And so we didn't have any connections with the recovery community. Um, we had some people that we had helped in recovery because of the bridge group that we had done for about 10 years previously. So um, we really didn't have a lot of strong um, backing in that sense. What we did have was um, a good church support. Yeah. Um, we were part of a congregation that was very supportive and offered resources in terms of not so much financially, but more just emotional support, spiritual support. Um, the guys have always been required by our program to attend, um, you know, our local congregation, Central Church of Christ, for the first few first few weeks. And um, the church has always been super supportive and receptive. Um, the individual, you know, the individual members. Um, I mean, and I, to a guy, everyone always talks about how welcome they feel, how non-judged they feel, how accepted they feel in that community. So I think that's been key. But, you know, for a long time, it was just kind of our board of directors and us. And, you know, financially, we count on the board of directors very heavily. We didn't have a lot of community support. Um, but over, and, and most of my experience, you know, I go out to the community was, we don't know about you. We never heard about this and that yeah. kind of thing. But that's changing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're getting more and more support. Other churches joining alongside of us. Um, to the point that, I mean, we probably could, you know, there's a lot of people who'd like to be more involved. And we have to find a place yeah. to try to fit them. So, I mean, I think it's gotten bigger. One of the other ways it's gotten bigger is over time, um, as guys have gotten jobs and we've built a network with, um, you know, with companies in the area. Um, that's been a big help too, because a lot of the, um, not just financial support, but helping jobs and helping with just, um, Community support in general have been a lot of these companies where our guys have started working and they hire our guys quickly. They're eager to be involved. You know, they're including us in various activities. They're supporting our events. Yeah, Yeah, we got a great story right now happening behind us in our little makeshift gym in in an old garage, standalone garage. And uh, one of our local lumber companies, City Lumber, uh, sent one of their employees here that needed recovery. Mm -hmm. He's doing great and working back with them again. And they wanted to get involved and gave us a really nice. So they think one of the, I think it was one of the personal, uh, a personal donation from one of the guys, 
to help us expand our gym right. and we got guys working on that right now to make right. a nice workout area. Right. Right. Um, and, and that's just because a corporation or a group said we want, and they gave us the, they gave us, they sold us the materials at rock bottom prices for mm -hmm. it. And right. Right. Um, yeah, you know, that's the incredible blessing. What about like um, one of our, I know one of the things we say is we are trying to uh, be a comprehensive, mm -hmm. um, you know, ministry to the guy across his whole life. Right. And how is, have you seen that change over time in the kinds of organizations that are sure. helping us with that? Sure. I mean, it's been, it's been wonderful to watch that because, you know, when a guy walks through our doors, there's more than just, you know, get off alcohol, get off drugs. I mean, they have a lot of health issues dental issues, um, health issues. Um, they have a lot of, obviously, uh, emotional issues, needing counseling and that kind of thing. And we've done most of that through just kind of parenting, you know, putting things together over time. However, now that's really continued to grow. We've made a concerted effort to bring counselors in and the counseling community has really rallied to us, which has been great. And so we have a lot of counselors and really a line of counselors who are eager to get involved as the opportunity arises. And so to be professional counselors. Right, right. These are yeah. right. These are LPCs and stuff like that who have professional training counselors who are Christian men um, and women who want to be involved in this process. So that's been great. Um, we've had a number of um, dental situations where um, companies have specifically um, have some nonprofit aspect of what they do that they bring our people in. Um, roll out the red carpet to them and really rally around them. We've had it with um, people getting dentures. We've had it with dental issues. We've had, you know, there's a, um, a doctor who on a regular basis brings in guys and gets them glasses. Um, and, and also, you know, now Huntsville Hospital brings out their mobile medical unit once a month. Um, and our guys can all get health checks and that type of thing. And they're really offering to the whole community, even our thrift store employees, anybody who needs that kind of assistance. Um, it's a great opportunity. So the community continues to grow, and I think we're gaining more traction with building those relationships. And I think, you know, as Huntsville Hospital comes out here, Huntsville Hospital will be better because of it. And uh, these dental offices are better because they have an opportunity to be exposed to our guys and their families and that type of thing. So, again, I think we're all rising yeah, as we experience this. I, I, I think uh, when you set out to accomplish a mission, we probably start from, okay, how, how are we going to do this? How can we, you know, meet this full range of what we want to do? And being able to step back and say, you know, we're not, we're not going to be able to do all this. <laughs> That's just, right. it's impossible. Right. Uh, who, who can we partner with? Who's out there that is doing something in this area? And I think it's, it's my tendency. I think it's probably many of our tendencies. To, it's hard to even start the journey when you can't see how you're going to reach yeah. your destination. Yeah. And I think the faith journey, kind of like Abraham's journey, you know, just kind of step out and start heading in a direction and God will tell you when to stop. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, Israel as they're wandering the wilderness and they don't have any idea where they're going to go and they just have to, Stop when God tells them stop and move when God tells them move. Um, I think that's a part of the journey that we had to be on. So, you know, as we started meeting people with all these needs, it's overwhelming. You know, it's like we meet these guys. I remember one of the things I've always felt strong. I always promised everybody who walked through the door, you know, we're going to do everything we can to meet the needs that you have, whether it be legal, whether it be um, medical, I mean, whether it be emotional, relational, whatever they are. Um, and then we have to kind of figure out how to do that. And I think that's been... Um, a real blessing seeing the community come together and help us bring the pieces we typically haven't had and help meet those and really see how we're putting together more and more pieces and building the building blocks of an even more comprehensive um, recovery process. Yeah, I really appreciate you mentioning that these other organizations that are coming to serve our community will be blessed by that and right. will be improved. And, and I think that's another fundamental principle that um, I, 
and I think we even ca- we've captured that in our vision statement to find other mission oriented uh, companies. I don't think we said it that way in the in the vision statement, but we want to be a rallying point for mm-hmm. people because there is a, a blessing and a benefit to to giving back, to being involved in helping right. someone else. It's a core fundamental Christian principle. Right. And and I know, you know, to everyone that I know is involved, uh, at least in the His Way uh, mission, they will all say that. And that's that's obviously what we're going to be doing in the next few weeks in right. here is talking to individuals who, who have that as part of their story now versus, you know, maybe just sitting on the sidelines, as it were, wondering, how can I really live my faith out in, a, in what I think is a meaningful way? Right. And, and I know we've done this before in this podcast and, you know, for those listening and, and wanting to be involved, find something in your community. It's, there's organizations, there are needs ready to be met and find someone who's already working in that area. And they'll, you'll, you'll you'll start to get that blessing. Um, And and then that all becomes a positive uh, cycle for, for just bettering. And I want to really, I know for me, I really want to encourage Christians, churches, to get into recovery ministry. And I know you're going to say, well, but there's so many needs out there. I don't know how we meet them all. Well, you're going to create, you're going to build a network through you to help the community come together. I think, like you said, I think we're all looking for ways to be involved. We just don't know how to do it. And so if a church will say, hey, we'll reach out to some people who are struggling in substance abuse, and then they might have a, a doctor or a nurse or a or a dentist or somebody else who can, or a lawyer that can come alongside that situation and help. Um, I think it blesses everybody. Yeah. We all get to aspire to that yeah. because, you know, one person or one group kind of said, Hey, let's try this and get plugged in there. They become an Avenue vehicle for a lot of people to get off the sidelines and get in the game. And so I think that's a blessing for everybody. You, you just gave me the, the picture of, you know, this ocean of turmoil and chaos and, you know, wondering you know, where can I be plugged in and help? And, you know, if you just have one, one pylon, as it were, one peer, mm-hmm. you know, in that, man, all of a sudden an ecosystem builds right. up around right. it. And it's true right. everywhere you look in the world that, you know, if, if there's just someone willing to put down a stake and say, mm-hmm. we're going to be a part of this, try this. Mm-hmm. And we don't know exactly what we're doing. And I know you say that over and over again, you know, back in 2007, you know, you wanted to help some people didn't really know what you were doing and had a few other people mm-hmm. along for the journey. And then I'm sure, you know, you'd say, well, I, I didn't know it could turn. And Clyde would always say, I never imagined it could be like this. Well, right. of course, impossible to do that. Because right. you right. don't even know the ways you're going to be pulled and stretched by these other right. groups and right. people coming right. in and joining us. And I think every time we get a chance, as we know biblically, every time we get a chance to help, whether it's financially giving whether it's giving our resources, giving our time, giving our energy. I mean, we receive far more than we ever give. And so, I mean, I think what what God has done here is create an opportunity for a whole community to be better, to be blessed. I mean, all these people who have gifts and talents who've been wanting, desiring to figure out a way to make a difference in people's lives, we've now created that avenue. And they're better as they're helping other people get better. And again, it's watching a whole community rise together um, to the glory of God. Awesome. All rise. And so we hope in the coming weeks as we uh, have others in our in our immediate community of staff and board members and volunteers share their stories of how they've participated in that. Hope you're inspired um, to be involved here at His Way or other places. And that's what we're going to be doing over the next few weeks. If you're interested in the All Rise event on August 18th, we'll have a link down in the description 
that you can uh, see that information. And we look forward to you uh, being around on this journey through All Rise. And thank you for listening to us today. And um, if you have any specific uh, information you'd like to see about His Way, you can check out our website at hiswayinc.org.